Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast. I am your host, Rob Dial. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you love this podcast, do me a F in favor if you would. We have hundreds of thousands of people who listen to this podcast and only like 30,000 reviews, which means that there's like 10 times more people who have not given us reviews that listen to this podcast almost every single day. So if you could do me a massive favor, take out your phone, Give us a rating and review however you listen to us. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It honestly helps more than you could possibly know. So if you've ever gotten any value from anything I've ever put out there, please do me a favor. Give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're currently listening to this on. Tonight, we're going to be talking about five tips to help you with your anxiety. Um, I feel like I talk a decent amount about anxiety. And the reason why is because I think that it's important right now. I was reading a statistic earlier this week. And they think that from what they're seeing is that about two to three times more people have anxiety than they did 10 years ago. Really start to think about that for a second. Does that sound like we're going in a good direction? Not really. And so really what it comes down to is number one, why, like, what is it is the reason why two to three times more people have anxiety than they did 10 years ago? So that's the first thing we need to think about is like, why is it more prevalent than ever has been? And number two if we do feel anxious, and when I say anxiety, you can also have anxious thoughts. I think it's actually quite human to have anxious thoughts that come in. And so it's not like, I'm not talking about like crippling anxiety or panic attacks every single day, but I'm talking about there's a little bit of like an underlying stress. There's a little bit of underlying anxiousness, anxiety that can come in sometimes. Sometimes it's here some days, sometimes it's not. And so really what it comes down to is how do we prevent it? And then also, how do we get through it when it's also there? And so really, that's what I want to dive into you guys with today is just five simple tips that will help you. Um, you're not going to like all of them, uh, especially probably not number two or number th- actually probably number three more than anything else. But we'll dive into it and uh, give it a shot. If you feel like you've had more anxiety recently, maybe in the last year or two years than, than you did in the past, try this out for 30 days. See how these five tips help you and work through your daily process and everything, give it a shot. If it doesn't work, hey, it doesn't work, but it's going to work. I'm just going to be honest with you. So, So let's dive into it. Tip number one, don't look at your phone for at least an hour after you wake up and an hour before you go to bed. Put that thing somewhere else, right? That that thing that's in your pocket can be your main culprit for anxiety. There's been a lot of studies that are starting to find that that looking at your phone too much, looking at social media too much, looking at this little tiny screen too much can actually be one of the reasons why people have so much anxiety nowadays. And at the same time, they also uh, are starting to notice that they're more, besides anxious, more tired throughout the day and that they're just stressed and there's just a little bit more that's right there. When we say looking at our phone, of course, some of you guys are looking at your email, you're looking at your text message, you've got a lot to do at work. And so you're, you're constantly thinking into the future. Anxiety is from constantly thinking into the future. Another way that it's caused is by comparing yourself with other people. So if you're going on a social media, if you're, if you're immediately going to things, the way that I use my phone, I'll just be 100% honest with you. Ready? We have this thing that's called eight sleep. Eight sleep is a, it, we've talked about on the podcast before, cools down the bed and then heats up the bed as I'm starting to wake up. And that's actually what wakes me up. It has this thing where it vibrates under my, like my back, it vibrates and I have to turn the vibration off. The only way to turn the vibration off is through my phone. And so what I do is I turn off the vibration on my phone and then I turn off the alarm in our house on my phone, the ring. And then I don't look at my phone for at least an hour after that. 
Reason why is because I have personally found someone who's been working on himself for 17 years been working on my mindset that if I look at my phone throughout the day, I become way more anxious. I do. And I've been working myself for a long time. I've been meditating since, what, 2009. So 14, 14 years at this point I've been meditating. I've done 10-day silent meditation retreats. And when I look at my fucking phone in the morning, I am so stressed out for the rest of the day. So trust me. Put your phone somewhere else. I would recommend you have a specific drawer for it. I have a specific drawer in my phone where I, my, excuse me, a specific drawer in my kitchen where I keep my phone. And when I need it, I walk to it. When I'm done with it, I put it back and I go on about my life. And so if you could get your phone away from you for the first hour of waking up and an hour before you go to bed, those are the two times where you are the most impressionable and your subconscious is actually the most turned on. So... If you can make sure that you try to keep your phone away from you, give yourself those two hours. Look at, do whatever it is you got to do throughout the rest of the day. Try to distance yourself as much from your phone as you possibly can, but at least give yourself an hour after you wake up, an hour before you go to bed. That's tip number one. Number two, please, for your own anxiety's sake, but also just your, your body's sake, don't eat any food that comes in a box. Like just stop eating processed foods. Reason why is because processed foods are really high in sugar most of the time. They're usually high in preservatives and they're usually high in food coloring. And so all of these can cause massive spikes and drops in your glucose levels. So when you have sugar, you get a massive spike in your glucose and then it drops considerably. And that feeling of the drop actually for me, I found as well, makes me feel more anxious. When my blood sugar feels low, it makes me feel more anxious. So I just have this rule. I just don't eat anything that comes in a box or, you know, like a bag, like chips, any of that type of stuff. That's it. That's kind of what it is. If it wasn't once alive, I don't eat it. And that's really what it's come down to. Now, this isn't like every single moment of my life. Of course, I'll have, you know, on Saturday, usually I'll go and I'll eat whatever the hell I want. Usually it's still not processed foods, but we'll go out to a restaurant. We'll do whatever we need to do. Might have a margarita on a Saturday. But that just kind of gives you an idea. Also, I didn't put it inside of this video or inside of this this episode, but try to stay away from alcohol if you can as well. There's a whole lot of stuff that shows that alcohol helps with that anxiety, helps create anxiety, and that helps relieve it. Uh, makes you feel better in the moment, but not long term. So just simple tip: just stay away from anything that comes inside of a box. It's got a lot of processed stuff in there. It's got sugars. It's got preservatives. It's got food coloring. Oz, all of those can help create anxiety inside of your body. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to get away from the things that cause that anxiety. Number three, you're going to hate me. I told you, you would stop drinking coffee for the next seven days and see how you feel. If you really do have anxious feelings, if you have stressed out feelings, stop drinking coffee for the next seven days. Okay. Just see how you feel. Okay. I'm just, trust me in this one. Although few things in this world are better then a nice hot cup of coffee in the morning. Caffeine can drastically induce anxiety symptoms and or make them worse. So if you have a lot of anxiety, but you also love coffee, don't you think you could just give it up for seven days? Like you could do anything for seven days. What if you just decided over the next seven days, I'm just going to be completely away from caffeine and just see if it helps you with your symptoms. And I promise you, you'll notice a big difference. Now, after those seven days, you want to make sure that you stay away from coffee, caffeine for the first 90 minutes of waking up. So seven days you're going to take completely off, right? And then what you're going to do is you're going to have at least 90 minutes from waking up in the morning. I know I get it. It's hard. I've done this before. I freaking love coffee. And I, I, there's, like I said, 
few things better than a hot cup of coffee in the morning. But you have to trust me on this. Your first 90 minutes. The reason why is because when you wake up in the morning, your cortisol, which is your stress hormone, is at its highest in the morning. So if you have coffee within the first 90 minutes, you have cortisol, stress hormone in your body, and you're actually having more anxious, anxiety feelings a lot of times from having the caffeine as well. And so what happens is it usually takes about 90 minutes for your cortisol to drop. What I would recommend is to go outside. Usually what I do is I go outside. I take bear out before we do a quick meditation. Sun's usually starting to rise and I usually go out there. I get as much sun on my skin and I try to stay out there for about five to 10 minutes while he's doing his business and my eyes actually start to get the sunlight into them. Now, I'm not saying that I look at the sun. I don't do that. But my eyes are starting to get the sunlight into them. That makes your body stop releasing melatonin and it usually starts to you know, get rid of the cortisol as well. And so if you really want to help yourself with the stress and anxiety you might be feeling, don't have coffee for seven days. And then when you have it again on day eight, don't have it for the first 90 minutes of waking up. That way it allows your cortisol levels to go lower. And then caffeine actually works better for you after your cortisol levels are lower. That's number three. Told you you'd hate me for it. It's okay. You can hate me for it as long as you just do it. It'll make your life better. Number four, start to practice mindfulness. Start to practice mindfulness. When you're stressed out or when you're anxious, it's usually anxiety is not created by being in the present moment. Anxiety is usually created from thoughts of the future, of what could possibly happen, what you have coming down the line, the things that you worry about. Everything is usually from the future. You're thinking too much in the future. So when you're practicing mindfulness, mindfulness just basically means being present, being here, like in this moment. And so there's a couple techniques I can give you to help you really kind of get in the moment. And one of the things is this. You could do a meditation, sure, but I don't know about you. When I do meditations, a lot of times my brain goes to another place. So I have to bring, have techniques to bring my brain back here. So what you could do, you can try it right now if you want to as, as you're, you're listening to this. Keep your eyes open, especially if you're driving and listening to this. And what I want you to do is I want you to just feel whatever you can feel, like senses on your body, touch. So like for me, I can feel my t-shirt that I'm wearing right now. I can feel my seat, uh, my butt in the seat. I can feel my feet on the floor. I'm not wearing shoes, so I can feel the floor under me. I can feel the room. I can feel the, the air conditioning of the room. And so I can, I can start to feel a lot of things. Feeling is in the present moment. This feeling of me feeling my skin, me feeling my watch that's on my hand, my wedding ring on. I can feel these things. All of these things are in the present moment. I feel my clothing. I feel everything. I'm trying to bring myself to the present moment. So feel is the first thing to think. Okay. What do I see? Okay. I see, number one, I see a lot of lights. I'm surrounded by lights. If you guys are watching this video, I have a bunch of lights around me. I have a camera that's right in front of me. I have a camera right here that's moving automatically from left to right on a machine. I have another one that's over to my left. I, uh, I see the desks here. I see the microphone in front of me. I see a lot of different things. Think about everything that you can see around you. Okay. Because when you're seeing something, once again, seeing is in the present moment. Okay. Now that we see as many things as we possibly can, you're going to go to hear. What do you hear? Okay. I can hear my, my voice, obviously, as I'm speaking. I can hear the air conditioning. I can hear the hum of the computer off in the distance where we produce this stuff from. I can hear. I can hear bear behind me breathing on the floor, right? A little, little tiny bit of a snore he has because he's a little nine-pound dog. I can hear those things. 
what do you smell? Start thinking about what you could smell. And you start to, okay, I could smell the wooden desk that's, that's right here that everything is on top of. So I could start to smell these things. So when you think about this, you try to bring in as many senses as possible. You could bring in taste if you want to, right? Taste, do you taste anything? I don't really taste anything at this point right now. But when you think about what you can feel, you give yourself two minutes to think about what you can feel. You give yourself two minutes to think about what you could see. You give yourself two minutes to think about what you can hear. You give yourself two minutes to think about what you can smell. That's just eight minutes right there. You can think about taste if you want to. You can taste the saliva in your mouth, all of that stuff. You could give yourself 30 seconds for each one of these, and it would take two minutes to go through this. But what you're doing is you're bringing yourself back to the present moment. You can close your eyes if you want to. You can feel the skin. You can hear the sounds. You can smell the smells. What you're trying to do is you're trying to bring yourself back to the present moment because anxiety is almost always caused by thinking into the future, worrying about the future. What if we could bring yourself back to this moment? And then with everything that you do with mindfulness, you try to be more present. So if you're washing your hands after going to the bathroom, right? Like pay attention to the way that the soap feels. Pay attention to the way the warm water feels. When you're walking up the stairs and going upstairs in your house, pay attention to the way the carpet feels on your feet. These, these normal mundane things where our brain is usually off somewhere else, try to bring it back to what you can feel, what you can see, what you can smell, what you can taste, what you can hear, all of that, because all of those are in the present moment. Your body is always in the present moment. So that's number four. And then number five is just a tip that'll just help you whenever you feel anxious. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know I love to talk about this. It's six deep intentional breaths. Just close your eyes and you do in through the nose, out through the mouth. And when you breathe out, it is a long exhale like you're breathing out through a straw. You do this six times. There was a Japanese study that was done a few years ago where they found out that six deep intentional breaths can cause a massive state change for somebody, especially someone that happens to be feeling anxious thoughts or stressed out thoughts. So you breathe in through the nose and then you try to do your exhale through like you're breathing out through a straw. The longest that you possibly can, the longer the exhale, the more it actually slows your heart rate down and it releases more carbon dioxide. Carbon di more carbon dioxide out of your body, out of your blood, allows your muscles to relax a little bit more. And so those are the five tips that you really want to go through. Number one, don't look at your phone for the first hour when you wake up, an hour before you go to bed. Number two, don't eat anything that comes in a box or a bag. Number three, stop drinking coffee for the next seven days. Number four, try to be more mindful. Bring yourself to the present moment. Your body is always in the present moment. Number five, pay attention and do some deep, deep breathing. So... So I got for you for today's episode. If you love this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, Rob Dial Jr. R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. I love seeing every single day, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you guys are sharing this. So if this impacts you, sharing it is another way to help us grow. So I'd greatly appreciate if you do that. And with that, I'm going to leave the same way I leave you every single episode. Make it your mission to make someone else's day better. I appreciate you and I hope that you have an amazing day.